Yeah. 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 This is coming at you live from Rico Rox's vehicle. I mean, well, not mine technically, but it's in my possession. And possession is nine tenths of the law, bitch. And I say bitches into anyone who's not coaching me. That's coming my hair inside my dad's car. I undermine what's undetermined, what's on your mind. I don't like silence, I prefer it. I know I deserve it. It's a car session. I'm just sitting here. I'm gonna. I'm just sitting here. Like I just pulled up to the park a moment ago. Holy fuck, let me tell you. So I went to the liquor store, 8 in the morning, California, boom, boom, boogie. The car, I mean, it doesn't look ghetto or nothing. It's a nice, no, no rust paint job. I just took it to the car wash yesterday, so the outside looks really nice. But the thing is, you got my ass driving it, so you have the contrast. And, well, anyways, I don't get too lost in those little inner judgments, but went to the liquor store and as I'm pulling out I was gonna head to the park and just de- just keep cleaning because I'm gonna I wanna just polish this car up to a Rico Rocks level of detail and I'm just like I was gonna detail it. And well as I'm pulling out this cop car is like me and him are both pulling out of parking lots at the exact same time but at the, across the street from each other. So we're facing each other directly across the street and it's like you know the cops not gonna wait, and there's usually the cops are gonna wait. And we're like, well, which way are you going, bud? Like, which way are we going? And he's just waiting for like no signal. He's completely like, which way is he gonna go? And I was like, this motherfucker, but I didn't even hesitate. I was like, you know what? I have insurance. I just got insured on this vehicle yesterday, and I have a fucking valid license. So technically, I'm not a fucking criminal. Why well, am a criminal? I'm a I'm a fucking felon. In technically, I'm an outlaw. But in any regards, I just didn't even trip. I was like, dude, fuck that nigga. So I just. Go right, and I expected him. I was like, you know, that motherfucker's gonna follow me, and I already know. It. And that's why I didn't even have to say. I was like, why did I inevitable? No matter which way I go, he's gonna follow me. Why should I gripe? Well, then I go right. He goes straight into the liquor store parking lot that I just came out of. And I was like, my nigga, my level of comfort and not giving a fuck what he did because I don't get like I read like he must have seen my demeanor. Well, next thing you know, I pull up to the fucking park right now. Who, can, Mr. A? I just pulled up to the park literally, I'd say, ten minutes ago. And I parked in a nice shady spot. It's 8 in the morning, 8.30 in the morning. Well, next thing you know, I'm fucking polishing this car. I'm in because I'm doing a podcast from a car. And I have these wipes. And they're made specifically. They're like armor all protectant wipes. So I'm sitting here in the driver's seat. And I start with what's in front of me. Coach Ryan, we're going to get on this talk of yours. So call in if you want. But let me just wrap the mind up. When you let's say... They were watching. They, the next thing you know, I glanced in my rearview mirror. Because, Mr. A, I haven't been on the live list in so long. What I think it is, I think people are reporting me for being over explicit. And so I'm being shown to followers only. So please let everyone you know follow me. Because now it's not even a point of like, oh, we don't want to show Rico over support. So we're not going to follow him. But they low-key all the people who would come in. But they didn't want to follow me because they didn't want to somehow validate me. But you guys know them. And you guys go into their shows all the time. Please just put the word out that I go on all the time and no one ever knows. And it's fucking depressing. And just put people stop being so prideful against me. Like, I'm a smart ass. I know I do this. But I'm fucking loving as fuck. And people need to start fucking, no need to start doing nothing. But 
Needless to say, it was so funny that, and the cops, like, they were probably just like, this guy, but I was just, but it was funny because I was polishing the steering wheel, and it's like, man, I bet you that can look suspect, like, man, he's trying to clean the DNA evidence of a murder, because I'm sitting here fucking just, like, wiping the steering wheel off, but at the same time, like I said, and I do have drugs in the car, and I do have liquor in the car, but I am licensed and insured. <laughs> so, Mr. A- Astro, to answer your question, please just put the word out for me, man, just let people know. Uh, I haven't been on the live list in a long time, and I'm, I miss just having a community, and I miss people just checking in on me. Like, no one, only my true followers come in, and it's like, there's not many, trust me. I have three. If I was on the live list, I bet you I'd have fucking a bunch of people in here already right now, just because I'm not even that bad of a guy. But no, because I don't kiss certain little motherfucking pussy-ass bitches' ass just because I don't, just because they, some people are just little fucking yups and they can't handle that i'm just a normal guy and that they want me to be a bad guy and they made me the bad guy but i am kind of but not to you guys well anyways fuck people but i'm still but see the thing is now i have to try harder i have to gain my audience through followers only like i have to make an extra like i have to go extra hard on the digital marketing because i'm not there podbean is not going to show me based on their algorithms of getting reports because people are reporting me but if i sit here and throw my podcast in, like on flyers and throw it at the park every day and i just sit there and put go on joe rogan or something my podcast will have a zillion followers so i don't even care that pod being ticket off that just makes me have to push harder in my own creative ways but it just sucks to know that i ain't gonna be able to take anybody who isn't already a follower they're not gonna just be part of this come up with me so until then i don't know i don't know if i'll ever be back on the live list so co-train now that my story's over i'm sitting here in the car i just wanted to preface everything preface what, what, how did a cop put a gun on such your adorable ass? How the fuck? I expect them to pull a gun on everybody but Coltrane. Coltrane wouldn't touch, touch, touch a fly. What kind of motherfucker will pull a gun on Coltrane? Fucking goddamn, son. <laughs> Well, folks, is anybody in the mood for music or talks more? Because I'm just in the car detailing, and I can talk and detail. Or I can just listen to music and detail. But you, so I don't want to know you guys and talk. Or would you guys, did you guys come for entertainment or for conversation? The audio is probably going to be better. Before, I was getting kind of upset. Coach, and don't worry, I'm not going to finish with you, but I'm just talking in between. I, I got upset this morning because right when I started the fucking podcast, you know, I was telling you guys that, oh, the sun's coming up. Well, I live right next to a train. I'm talking right next to the train tracks, like five feet. So that shit is so loud and like right by the street right there. So it's like cars were coming and the audio is horrible on my end unless I have headphones probably. And that, I started not being able to hear nothing and I was getting because it was like, yeah, it has to be pretty quiet for quality podcast. And right now I'm in a fucking quiet park in a vehicle. So I'm sure, like, you guys would hear me fine, I'm sure, even though I was dealing with noise in my background, but it was making me hard to focus on what I was trying to think when I have so many sounds around me. So I was like, and then, but then Mr. A left and set me free. So I was like, God damn, she was getting shaky. I was getting all mad, dude. I was like, oh, gosh. And then it was fucked up because Co-Train got a gun put on yesterday. So Co-Train, were you fucking his wife or what? Give me all the details what size broad does she wear. And does you still have her number?
Ooh, my favorite. Ooh. Ooh. Can we get a C for Coltrane Cup? Mr. A got with the girl last weekend, too. And you know what kind of cup she had? A cup. All right. Ten. Everybody's a critic. No, but thank you guys for coming in. I do appreciate you. And I don't know, Mr. A, I really... I've I've been getting told for months that I haven't been like everyone's like, but I noticed about a few months ago all of a sudden my viewership. No, see what happened was it was right around my birthday, which was a month ago. Is when it has never been the same since I came back from my little one week hiatus. Because on my birthday I turned thirty years old and I lost three out of my four phones that night. Maybe all I think four of them. I think I. I had three phones. I think I broke all three of them on my birthday. And my dad, my only relative near me that I talked to, did not call me on my birthday because he was mad at me and we didn't talk for months. And all that with just a bunch of just regular life shit, I was all fucked up. And so I left for a week. I just was not, I couldn't even do it. So I was just so fucked up from the events of that, my birthday being fucked up in me. And I was just in a really crazy place and I just didn't even know what to say to anybody. So I just was like, you know what? Until I could even, like, I was just dealing with it. And I, I probably, I don't know, it was crazy. And I just didn't know. Like, I just didn't, I wasn't, it was just not a good weekend. So I just, next thing you know, a week rolls by and I'm like, okay. And you get your head out your ass. And I finally just start, I poked my head back in and I was on for like an hour and a half. One person came in. I was like, that's strange because I, I know for a fact the way reality works is even if this show had a Nazi symbol and said, fuck your mother on the title foreigners who don't know what that mean would still join people just join because they just want to see what's popping off in that room especially with if i have high thousands of views and nobody and fucking nobody and i was like damn but i ain't tripping so i don't want to dwell on it but i'm just saying it is very mysterious and it's very noticeable because ever since i came back it's never been no foreigner like randomly do pod guests come in i don't know it's really strange I don't know if they're, I'm on probation or what they're doing, if they show me sometimes, not other times, because I do once in a fucking blue moon get a goddamn Podbean guest, which doesn't make sense unless it's just a random thing. I don't know. So fuck it. Who's there here? Let's leave this ticket. Mr. A. So Mr. A was the one who asked, wasn't it? Yes. So that's good. I was still rambling about that. So Mr. A. That's some bullshit, dude. I don't know. I figure... Podbean has to do something if people report. As as you know, if you go to, if I go to a live chats other rooms and they block block me enough, then I get I can't type from nobody's room. I think it's something similar. I think people just report me because that's all they can do to me. That's all they can do. They have to fucking fight me from behind a three foot three inch steel bulletproof glass and throw their rock. Fine. Now the people can't see me as clear because I have to be behind this fucking glass that you th- fucking are trying to hit me through but instead of getting that you can smell in my armpit sweat as I'm fucking diving over you into the crowd into you no instead they want to sit here and just bring me down so everyone they fuck it up for everyone and no one gets the free concert except for the niggas who know that there's a glass wall 
The metaphor is strong, folks. And it's okay because I, I looked at a picture of Obama and it was him at the White House. And I don't know if this is a real picture or not or if this was just a Photoshop, but it was a picture of him at the White House. I think it was on the inauguration or maybe some kind of speech and he, he was standing behind like pillars around at stores, those foldable walls that you could just use to separate little areas where they were that but three inch still not three inch the three inch bulletproof glass wall pillars around them and i was and they, that was because and then the the little meme said these are the times we're in where and then it showed a picture of like a oh jfk and the fuck that's not a good example but with like riding around fucking with a convertible and now bloop, 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 they got the fucking three inch that's a very bad example because it did not work out for jfk so they probably should have done that but but there's been instances, and then I think they showed a picture of, I don't know, I think it was a political thing, but it's still, I just, the picture was nuts to see, like, just a man, even if it wasn't the president, just that concept, I just was sitting there geeking out on the concept of having to live, to, to just be the person, and you don't even trust going outside of that, that. like, god damn, Imagine being at the fucking on a road trip, like, I gotta go to the bathroom, where's my fucking wall of glass, motherfucker? No, just kidding. Shit in the backseat. Fuck. <laughs> so as it were, folks. But I'm so glad that you guys still come, so more the merrier, like, please, please, even if you... It, just to know that no one, I'm, like, I'm getting way less, just even that for just me, even if you pop in and leave, I don't never question it. You know, if someone just leaves abruptly, I never want to, like, for, I get that instant, just like, God damn, damn, but it's lit. By the time the thought ends, I'm like, I'm so glad they came more than, way more than I'm salty they left. Even if the people come in and bounce. Even if they come in and instantly bounce before I could even fucking read their name. Then I still am like, but that, then I'm just like, damn, you can't even like, let me say <laughs> But then even then, I still appreciate it. So please, come come back to your boy show. And it could be, it could be the worst times because I could, this could be a long lasting relationship or it could, I could never see again. But at the same time, I've been putting out shows again. I've been making a lot of songs. I'm on the creativity. So there could be a chance that I actually, Get to just more in a fun friend group kind of way. Just be like, oh, guy, like know someone who did something with their life. Like I'd love to see. Isn't it fun when you get to like, everybody meet up years down the road and to have a story to tell, and, or have some kind of work, even if you don't, even if you have nothing in fifty years, okay. But I'm sure it'd still be the nice to be someone who does something with something. So the more something you do, in theory, it's pretty chill, and. So thank you for coming, and like I look forward to seeing all y'all at the very top when the smoke clears, because Mr. A, he left first because he's Mr. A, and we're in alphabetical order. And Coltrane's definitely gonna get there because he's fucking got a train. Enrico rocks. Well, wild card, baby. Yo, 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 I want to give a big shout out to Mr. One, now 
put what's the phonetic of that? Or I don't know the new word. I don't even know if that's the word, but it's A. A is one in the alphabet. So I'm gonna say Mr. One, and we're gonna say instead of Coltrane, we're gonna call him. We're gonna call him Co. What's another word for a train? Metro. Metro train. We'll call him Metro. Call Metro. And Mr. One Forever.com. The new website. I just bought it. I'm just kidding, folks. Those are horrible fucking website names. To be honest. But thank you for bearing with, and you are number one, baby. Coach Ernie, Mr. A. Man, yeah, yeah. I fucking love your guys' taste. I don't know if you guys seen my latest episodes. They're pretty geeked. I, 22 wasn't really shit. It was just, um, it was almost like, that was like a, a fucking, you know how we've all eaten five star meals of our dreams at least once in our lives? Like these meals that somehow we've had these magic dinners. Well, imagine the best dinner you ever had and then imagine a pack of ramen noodle fucking creamy chicken. Just one individual pack of that. My 22, I wanted it to be the food eating you and instead it was a pack of that. But, Without that meal, without that ramen, who know? See, a man who, who thinks he's too good for a pack of ramen, see, that was a tester for me. I didn't. I wanted to not wait, make episodes until I had 22 perfect, and next thing you knew, a fucking 10 months went by. If I would have waited until it was perfect, I would have starved to death. So I let out 22, and now I'm back, baby, and it's it's lit because the longer I realized, the longer I was trying to stall and wait for 22, the worse my mind was getting because I was just like, okay, just, you're not ready to do 22. So it was like my mind in trying to set up the time, not thinking and not doing the activity, just next, you know, it's months and weeks. My mind doled out. I literally sensed, not literally, I figuratively sensed a way slower thought process, which was not bad. I was like, sure. I'm a high thinker, maybe like a couple months of just slowing it down. But that was months went by before I realized my mind got shut down. And I was like, whoa. So finally, I, I was like, enough's enough. My life's crumbling. Episode 22 came out. That was my long winded way of saying, I hope you. So after that, though, 23 is getting a lot, getting more. 24, oh my fucking God, is fucking great. And then 25, oh my fucking God, is great. So. I feel like it's really fun. It's just to do episodes again, and they're both hour long. It's my last two, and they're both. I've listened to them both repeatedly, and they're they're good shows. So check them out. Okay, that's all I'm saying about my show. I just wanted to know if you guys check them out because I don't know if you guys remember the reasons you guys liked me at the first place. I don't know if I know me and Mr. A have been going way way back. He's been coming in since Mr. A used to think I was annoying as fuck, and he probably still does. But now he he he's probably just a a glutton for punishment. So I used to call him Mr. B and then Mr. C and I would just go down and he'd fucking never, he, he would just ignore me, which was smart. If I was a troll, I would have been deterred. But little did he know, I was just geeky. I was just, I would make myself laugh by, I just make myself laugh by playing with people's names. But, and I think he realized that. Yeah, Mr. A, I noticed things. <laughs> and Coltrane, he came on later, but he's hopped, he's like a train jumper. He hopped on even though I was a moving rolling Rico, rolling rocks. But needless to say, folks, Man, those first 65 episodes, holy fuck, am I, like, that shit's lit, baby. So, that's the thing, I was, like, in my months off, when I was, like, I was, like, whoa, 
some of those episodes are so fucking amazing. I was like, can I, like, what if you can't do that again? But that's just, that's just that bullshit. And I was that instantly, I, I beat that motherfucker quick. I was like, man, are you serious? Is, is that a thought we're going through right now? Like, you would if you can't do that again. Like, you're right. That sounds kind of silly. Fucking what was I thinking? But man, even to have that shot for five minutes is a pretty shitty thing. Like, is that, a, like, the best is behind me? Like, ugh. I'm so glad I didn't stick to that because I stuck to a lot. I, I had that negative thought play for longer than I wanted to, and I got, but still, like, uh, it was just too long either way. But it's okay. I think it's nothing wrong with highs and lows of the mind. But now I, I'm so glad I didn't worry too much because, as you can tell in the next episodes, and then just in the way everything's going, and I'm talking right now, even my mind is did not die. It's ramping right back up, which is it's good it's like okay like one of my fears is always like oh once your mind starts digressing and then like oh you you're never gonna get back to the brilliance i i have realized i'm sort of mistaken and my mind is surging right now more than it's probably ever been and yeah it's beaming I, i had a really good day yesterday too and you and my attitude the nice thing is something happened to me so good yesterday and now i'm like extra beaming but I'm really fucking glad that even though I had nothing before yesterday, I'm talking, I'm living near outside that fucking next to a train track, literally next to five feet away from a rail where trains go speeding by and I have to fucking put my hand over my ears. Well, I don't have to, but I'm trying to protect my hearing. So I'm a little, I'm being a baby about it. And like, whenever I can, I do cover my ears. Cause why not? If I'm sitting there and just standing there and getting my loud as fuck, might as well. But a lot of the people don't eat, like, it's like they have pride on not covering their ears. It's like, if you're just sitting there with your ears by hands by your side, just staring in the space while that's ever passing by, then you're just trying to be too tough. Now, if I'm in the middle of doing something, sure, fine. I'm not going to just like scream and cover my ears and like drop what I have. But if I'm just sitting there, I'm going to cover my ears because it's like no problem doing that. But anyways, my point of all that was even when I was doing all that still, I had came to peace with myself. I was, I did, I was doing episodes, da, 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 I did. 24 and 25 both before that good thing happened yesterday and i was you could hear my intelligence you could hear my fucking just the way i interact with georgie on those two episodes and sj and fucking it's just like damn son so then when my life for me just being like a guy who's like okay this is an adventure man this is my life adventuring motherfucker and then instead of just being poo poo pants and then when yesterday happened, what happened yesterday, and I'll, I'll digress it if you guys want to, complete beautiful thing happened to me, complete out of the blue, a hundred percent, way unexpected thing happened, fell in my lap yesterday, which makes me feel so fucking proud of myself that I didn't fucking curse God and and I don't even believe in religion, man, like, but I just mean to the sense of like, you know, like Bruce Almighty style, like smite me, Almighty, smite, like going like. I was no, I was poised, although I was drinking a lot. And I, I was definitely keeping myself sedated, but I was not fucking mad. I wasn't panicking. I was calculated. I was smooth. I was, I was doing, I was making all the steps and yet being gentle with myself, being patient, all these beautiful things that I was like, wow, man, like we're sustaining. We don't know what's coming next, but you're you're like going into space for the first time, being in rock ship. You're like, it seems all crazy, blast out of Oh, it's okay. okay. Now we're flowing. It's like you're still technically in a rocket fucking ship, blasting through things, and you could die at any second. But at the same time, you're fucking the captain of a rocket ship. Like I was getting into that, and then bam, what happened yesterday? 
just made me like, man, I told you, just, you never know what happens, I preach that shit all the fucking time, that you never know what's gonna happen, like, that's why I don't trip either way, any, the next blink, the sky could be red, like, I could blink, and I'm blind, I could blink, and the world is over, I could blink, and an earthquake's happening, and I'm fucking like, what the fuck, you never, it's like, to think you can guarantee, Wait, no one, obviously, now that's being just really putting a hole in it, but really, look, like, everyone knows that. Obviously, we don't know what's happening. No one knows the future, but no, really think of the concept. No, not even. No. At the end of this sentence, do we know what the reality is going to be? Now, that is, if you have an imagination, it's either the best or worst of times. Because you could be either scared all the time and just picture the next second you're going to be being ass raped in the fucking ass by black prisoners and you can't and you're just going to just going to just be long, grueling, painful process and you might not make it out of it. Or you could blink and you could be snorting a bunch of coke and have a bunch of fucking really skimpy, nice girls around. And your imagination, I'm speaking of. And so it's like it's risky sometimes, but my imagination is not that fucked up to myself. Like, I don't sit there and I'm not just, like, crippled with anxiety and shit of what could be fall wrong. I instead, I imagine that maybe all this is worth it. I imagine myself not in pain, myself not under someone's boot. And it seems that even though it seems like I, a boot's coming right towards my face at the last fucking second... When it's all same, like that, I could literally feel the force of the boot, right? Like a, as when you swat a fly, for some reason it makes no sense. It moves because it just feels the air. Maybe your hand, the air of your hand swatting at it, it's pushing it out the way. That little air of that force of motion that's that close to it that it would push it. The boot about to kick me in the face. Bam. It's a hot bitch and I'm snoring cold. Woo! No, but that is the metaphor. If you don't know what's going to happen, now you take that into a reality sense, that's how life can be very similar to that. And that's what, it happened to me like that yesterday. I was not very, like, uh, like in my situation, but not upset. It's just really just not even, just keep my mind on shit that's just next thing or whatever. And man, some cool shit happened to me yesterday, folks. And I guess, let me mention it, since I was like, man, I was waiting to tell somebody, and you guys are perfect in yourself. So I haven't talked to my dad in a long time. I, it was pretty fucked up for me personally because the one thing about when you don't talk to somebody is you don't know how they're feeling. And that, oh, we know we're just talking about imagination. It could be the worst. In that sense, my imagination was doing very much bad to me. My, my father, my father, who lives, who I lived in the same house with him, didn't talk to me for the last, my birthday, and, and I'm not trying to say, but it's all going to make sense. Just real quick, just to put it into perspective, not complaining. And then da, 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 I just recently moved out because the landlady asked me to leave, and I'm like, sure. And he didn't even, there was no interaction, even though he lived in that, me, me and him both rent from this landlady. And it's like, so it's like, I went through all that by myself, not complaining. And then, so thinking like, all right. He didn't call my birthday, August 9th, recently. He didn't even, like, just sees me fucking pulling all my shit out to the street. No interactions. I was like, man, okay. Like, you're, my imagination is like, what is this lesson? Is this tough love or is this just, like, no love? And then so it's like, but my mind's been playing with it for months. So it's like, it's already like, man, my father and me might not ever have, like, we're fucked. Me and him both are fucked up. We, I'm a fucked up son. He's a fucked up dad. I'm like, we're fucked up people. And... Like, holy fuck, I'm just, it's like, how could you be so close to someone who should be so close to you and be so far away? And then, 
So then I've been on the street. I, I didn't on the street this dramatic while. Well. I left the house into a outdoor living home style for the last couple of weeks. And initially, and I've downsized everything. And I, I'm in a completely new mind frame. And I still have not talked to my father once. This was yesterday, right? In the morning. I've not talked to my father once. And I'm just like, but times were getting desperate, and I was gonna see if you let me get some side work with him. And I at the day after I moved out, and I just became homeless because the to the because I could have texted him any of the this my fault as well. I didn't once ask him if I could work with him in my last two three months there because it's like okay, none of us wanted to budge on messaging first, which is fucking very childish. But Boom, and now I'm homeless. I'm like, sure, okay, I'll be less childish now. Hey, I was like, well, now that I moved out of the house, would you mind if I work with you from time to time? And he said yes. That was his response, just yes. And then two weeks go by, and he never hit me up. So it's like, so, but he, I, we did, he did be like, yes. So I know it's like on me. So yesterday I hit him up. I was like, so I was trying to get some work in a day. Da, 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 da. And he's like, okay, let's meet up. And so I go to meet him up at work. So this is the first conversation I'm having with my dad in three to four months. Hi, and, like, fuck yeah, so let's see how it goes, right? I expected it to be, I didn't know what to expect. Think about that, you guys. Didn't even call me on my birthday last month. Didn't fucking, haven't talked to me for the last two weeks. It seemed like he was fuck, and, like, I thought, man, if you're going to let your son go through all this shit, and he, and, like, just, I'm fucking tortured by the whole last few months, right? I was sitting there thinking, like, me not having my dad, like, he was like, damn, for me, he was like, whoo, so my mind was playing with it, and then, but it seemed the way it went yesterday, long story short, and then I'll get into details. But long story short, it seems like he did must have missed me because he wasn't being a dick to me, which I was I was expecting him to be cold because the last he's so cold it would have seemed. It seemed like he was the like it seemed like I was expecting him to be like, oh, I'm doing you a favor, like because that's how it's been like, man, because if you ain't talked to me for four months and now I'm asking to work with you, it's like, oh no, like you know what I mean? I don't expect him to, to be putting me on a pedestal at all. But maybe I think he definitely was happy to see me and talk to me. And I, I apologized right away when I first seen him. Because the last time we talked, the last, last time, I was fucking, I was just being, I was expressive as fuck. And I didn't take his feelings into consideration. And it was, it's probably some shit you probably shouldn't talk to your father on that level, in theory, if you're going to be a gentleman. And, that was the last time we talked, and so it just added to that, like, oh, dramaticness of it all. And so I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get it out of the way, just, just for respect. Like, you know, I apologize, and I didn't, I said for, for what specifics, I was like, I'm sorry for, I, I said I apologize. I said I apologize for, but it was genuine, no, and I didn't rush it, and I, I looked at him, I was like, I apologize for talking to you like that. Last time we talked, I was definitely at line, and he didn't, he just nodded with approval, but he did definitely didn't apologize back or anything, but then, Right after that, as we'd start the day and I was going to go work with him. I'm going to read your thing in just a sentence. All right, let me read this thing real quick. Mr. A interjects, interjects with a chime here. It says, bro, 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 I have, no, let me figure out Mr. A's voice. What does Mr. A sound like? Bro, I haven't, I haven't seen or spoke to my father since my oldest daughter was born 18 years ago. The dude has never reached out to his grandkids once. Dang, Colt. I mean, Mr. A. Fuck. That's pretty deep. So maybe this conversation can hit home. And let me tell you, I don't know where y'all's exact story, but 
it's it's a I under I can kind of relate to feel that something some vein there I really do. I don't want to make people sad, but the other when me and my dad weren't talking for a few like a couple months that, and I was living, me and him were renting rooms in the same house, but so it's like this out of this one house, on two different sides of the house we rented rooms, and one night I was sitting out there, it was just eating dinner across the street, but just a little bit down on this little bench thing. So I was like, I could see my the house driveway and everything, but I was just like probably about 30 feet away and just sitting there because I wanted to smoke weed and I was drinking liquor and stuff and I just wanted to be on the outside and just wait for everyone to go to sleep and then go back in. And so it was getting pretty, it was just nighttime and my father comes to take out trash and I watch him take out the fucking trash. Like I watch him walk out and I'm just watching it. Like I said, just watch him and just watch him and just like just people watching the fuck out of him. Just looking at the way he walks, looking at trying to analyze him and see where his mind could possibly be, see his pace, see his movements and just, and, and just watch and see if he's okay. Like if he seems like he's upset because I'm fucking the, the going, like I'm just going nuts. That's like, damn, like I was fucked up that we're not talking to each other. And I wanted to kind of gauge if, to see if he was in a state or something like, or if he was just act, walking normal. And let me tell you, man, watching him sit there and throw away the trash. And he, and it was like, he wasn't a quick oh, throw away. Like he sat there and like crushing boxes and I watched him stomp the boxes and I'm just sitting there and I'm fucking crying. And I'm like, like, man, that guy, I'm his only son, and I'm his only fucking son, and I'm Rico Rocks. Like, you would think you would love me, just based on my mind and everything. Like, if I had Rico Rock, I just imagine myself a little older and then had me as his son. Like, my nigga, right? You would think. And then so I was, like, watching this man, like, can just be willing to live life with, without having a relationship with your son. Because that concept, I listen to people who would die if their parents didn't acknowledge them. And just listening to a podcast and listen to, I listen to fucking podcasts all day, every day. And I know some people are like, uh, super parent lover people. So then you got me, who's like, I might have to keep, live with the fact that I may, like, have to live my life without my father. And just be just as good as those people who are like, oh, I fucking have seen my dad every day. And then, so I was sitting there watching him crush these boxes. I'm fucking crying. I'm like, how shitty is that? That that man so saw me as a baby. I was born. And I'm his fucking son. I have his name. His fucking son. 29-year-old man, Rico Rice. And I'm so, I'm so disapproved of that he was fine or can at least function. Even if he was not too happy, but still, like, seemingly just fine without me. To some people like, uh, but like to some people that sounds fucking crazy. But to me, it's just like a thing. And I was fucking like, wow, like that sucks. But I felt bad. I was crying because of him. Like for him, me, I'm a fucking heartless fuck. And obviously him too. But I don't have kids. I don't have loves and shit. But I was like, I can only imagine. Because they, I always hear stories of people who have kids. They're like, I fucking love my kid. That's my baby. Oh my god. Blah blah blah. And I was like, so he must have thought like that of me at one point. His son, his, his fucking only child. So it's not like, oh, he has a bunch of other kids. Maybe that's why it's like, no, he's willing to live. Like, let's say I fucking, I was getting so mad and I just left the area. I just said, you know what? Fuck it. He don't want me around. I'm gone. And I never would have seen him again. Like that was, he, we both risked this. And it was like, damn, like I just imagined his life. Like if I, I was pictured overdosing and shit and I was like, he has to live the next how many of years? 
and just know he has, I'm a man who will never have a relationship with my son. It's like, damn. Like, you would think you would want your relationship with your son. And then I was watching, I was like, man, just the fact, like, that's got to suck though for him too, because, sure, it might suck, like, but just to know that that was your one son, and like, you imagine him as a baby, and you, you, cause you know he always, he wants a in theory that he pictured us growing old together. When I was a baby, he's probably like, oh, I'm gonna love this thing forever. And then I was watching him at a point where he didn't have, like, he pretty much disowned me. And I was like, how a man can get from the love he has when he's staring into his little one-year-old's eyes and, like, I will never not love this thing to, I don't even have a son. Like, is that man, just to live a life without knowing the interactions of a son. Like, it was almost as not having a son. And I was just like, I wonder what his thought process is that just makes him think that this life is worth living and that's just cool. But that's why, I, and I'm not even sad about that because obviously I moved past that. But I'm saying, like, to some people, so I just want you to say I could relate because it, I thought see that day for a, the, the, everyone involved that sucks there. I don't know what your reason is, Mr. A. You guys don't talk or he hasn't called and reached out. I don't know if it has anything to do with you want to not budge first and be like, hey, sir, these little girls heard the word grandfather. And then they ask, well, what's ours? And then. That is just going to loop for the rest of, for a long time. It's like, can we just get this knocked out and like, be like, Hey, I'm grandpa and I'm in and whatever. Because that's what it was until yesterday with me and my dad. I, if I didn't hit text him yesterday that I wanted to work, guess what would have happened? He wouldn't hit me up. He literally wouldn't have. But I was at the point where I'm like, I'm not that prideful. I'm a mixed bucket. I'm super prideful. That's why I didn't hit him up until yesterday, but I'm not prideful where I'll say, I don't have a father for the rest of my life. And that's that. Yeah. I'm not that prideful. I'm pretty proud of that, because, baby, I'm on, I just, I just can't be like that. I just cannot be that proud. I'll be pretty damn close to that, though. And, but I, I know when to take my hand out the fire. And let me tell you, folks. So what happened is, without it, so I'm sitting here thinking, okay, but I'm so glad. Like, I'm just so happy that, you know, when I see him in the car, I was like, sir, I apologize. I was like, and it felt so good. I was like. I told him, I was like, man, life is too short to not have a relationship with this. This motherfucker gives me, gives me access to his, one of his cars. So he just borrows me his car. So now I'm sitting in the car he borrowed me. So I went from a guy who's like, I might not even, like, who knows when the next time, like, I'm going to have to earn the respect little by little. Like, he fucking chunked out. He pretty much fucking hooked me up yesterday. Like a late, late birthday present almost. But from like zero to 100, that's like from complete, like, what the fuck, where do we stand to all this, for, like, not, it pretty much all is forgiven and let's move past this. And, uh, and it's like, love you, dad, love you, son, kind of thing. So that is fucking out of nowhere at the blue, which is, it just lifts me the fuck up, man. Like, that shit, I, it rides me high because that shit is was crazy unexpected. So let's give a big round of applause for y'all listening to that. And Rico Rocks got a whip. Yesterday I expected to go and try to be like, sir, I apologize, and be like, and at least mend the relationship. 
but no. I think my dad's just a little fucking crazy, and he's just would just it just he's just does not. I think he's just pretty bad at communication, and I understand that about him. And I need to help us out. Like I need to. He's just won't. He would not reach out. So I guess I'm gonna. I realize I kind of have to reach out. But I. It seemed like the way he was acting. He's been. He. If I would have reached out a long time ago, he probably would have been happier. So like, I tortured both of us, and he tortured both of us for a long time. For his shit was fucking rough, folks. Being a, an only child and then your dad disowning you, because that makes you feel like shit too. Like, there's a bunch of reasons that's really bad if you're the only son and then you get disowned because there's just a lot of weird factors there. Because then you gotta think about it. Like, a man has an only son, he'll put up with a lot of shit for that only son, which means I'm so shitty that my dad couldn't even put up with that because, like, that makes a motherfucker feel like shit. Imagine, like, if you have 10 sons, like, fine. You don't disown me? Fair enough. You got nine more, but it's like, then the guy probably wouldn't even think he's right. I, I, he probably doesn't even notice me. But like when you're the only son and you are like amazing, magical, and you're like and you have his name, it's like you know that motherfucker notices you and hopes you do good. But then he gives up on you. It's like damn, is that all I am? Like you didn't see none of it. But then like, yes, yeah, so Mr. A, there's a, there's a lot of things. So now you guys know a bunch of my life, and this is gonna be an episode, folks. I decided about halfway through my talk that this is this is a pretty good talk. And Mr. A, you're a great chat host through chat. There's a few people I do that with. Big Life has done it. A lot, a lot of the Podbean elites have been chat episodes where I just run riff off them and conversate off them in chat. Most people can't hang for that kind of interaction where it's like the man will react back to them and then they type. A lot of people, it's both host and guest it's too intense for him, but I definitely can. And some guests definitely can. So the cops rolling by again. But at the same time, folks, the cops are just rolling by. It's probably thinking, but I, I'm not doing that. I'm literally at the park to the park under a shade tree having a conversation. I could just be like, I'm talking to my fucking baby mama. I just say what the fuck I'm doing. But they ain't going to fuck with me. They don't want that smoke. Because I would fucking kill fucking two cops right now on the pot bean and be like, Rico Ross Grand Finale brought to you by Mr. N. Coltrane. And y'all would have to figure out how to, like, oh, shit, how do I get this tape out? No, Marshall Mathers, folks. But as I was saying, so thank you, Mr. A and Coltrane for hanging in and for Coltrane for running the choo-choo. It was a pretty deep topic, but yeah, that, let me tell you guys, my life is different now from yesterday. You guys have been following the process a bit. So now, it's a little different. I'm still in the same situation, but now it's, so what my dad did for me yesterday, I went from not, like, completely just surviving off my own money for the last months and months and no, my, no, you have to understand the concept of zero interaction with my father. So it's like, it was just that level of unexpectedness of the, the, what's the word that people get from bartering training system? The, 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 not the collateral, but the, the goods. What's another word for goods? The value. What's another word for value? The, I'm so close. The value. Fuck. Can't think of the word. Oh, the word slips me at the moment, rather. But, I expected to go make probably like 40 bucks with him, but instead I got, I made like 30 bucks, but then what he did is he gave me access to this car, like I have possession of it, so, and it's just like, I'm pretty much, it's my car, I, he is just, so yeah, it's pretty much my car, I don't even have, like he says, I don't have to go drop it back off by him or nothing, like I, he just said, here, have fun with this, and don't fuck it up, like don't fuck your life up with it, he said, he's like, don't go, like, he's like, I hope this, you, you don't use this, to just kill yourself or go to prison. He's like, you hopefully you use this for some something. And so he gave me a car and which I was not expecting. 
And I think that's, I think we can pretty much all clear all this is expected. So I don't have to keep saying it, but this is just how much better. Cause when you're not expecting that kind of switch from, Oh man, who knows? I didn't expect to have a car for the next fucking long time, folks. So by the time I get good income on it and save it for a car, who like, I didn't think it would take that long, but like I was not expecting to, uh, a good car just a car dropped off in my lap so so he dropped the car off in my lap and then he got me a six months insurance on it so i'm legal and i have my license with, and i i have a license i have a driver's license with and so all that said now i'm not just a homeless guy without a father relationship in a mystical land all by himself now i at least have one tether again which is so good because i was just in la untethered yesterday morning with no relationship to anybody. So now that I leave, even if my dad didn't give me the car, just for him to welcome me back with such love again would have been nice. But then he gave me the car and I've long time ago, back like a few months ago, I I signed up for a Lyft driver. Like that, like six months ago, I signed up to be a Lyft driver. But then I was like, nah, you never mind. Da, 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 da. So, but I still had all, I had my background check already finished. I already had the whole application shit set up. Blah, blah blah. So I, it's like all oh, the because usually you have to wait a couple like a week or something for background check to get approved and all the this. Well, all that's already done. So now basically I have a job because Lisbon just hit me like, you ready to start? You ready to start? And I just never responded because I didn't have a car insurance. There says, but I did have license and background check done. Well, so now yesterday with my my dad giving me the car and you know, I have insurance and I already have my all oh, this other shit done for Lyft. I could start with this car. I could start driving as a job so i went from no job no relationship with father alone in la yesterday to relationship with father job in la which is two different lives two different mindsets two different like kind of network frames there because it's just the options are different now and it's just it's just a a blink of an eye so let you know folks Never know, and Father, if you're listening, I love you. Thank you, and I'm not gonna drink and drive. And um, the car is, is is you obviously could tell with me saying that everything's going good with that. I'm I would have been dead last night if I was an idiot. I would have just got fucked it up the first night. So I didn't, and I almost did. <laughs> but you don't have to know that, do you? Anyways, folks, I want you to know that I just wanted to get off my chest. It was like, oh, how do I get that off my chest? It's a long-winded thing, and it did take me about fucking 30 minutes to get off my chest. So thank you once again, Co-Train and Mr. A, for being here on Podbean. This is Rico Rocks, Social Suicide Podcast, episode 26. If you don't know who I am, I'm Rico Rocks. I'm going to quickly just tell you a little bit of myself, just in case you're just randomly finding this on the Internet someday. I host on Podbean. I am on Spotify, Apple, just Rico, R-O-R-I-C-O, R-O-X-X, Rico Rocks. Type that in anywhere at Rico Rocks or at Hypertheorist Methodologies. Learn how to spell it. And then, so thank you. That's all I want to say. Just so anyone doesn't know that. Who the fuck is this guy anyways? I'm hosted on Podbean. Coltrane and Mr. A are two mystic advisors I have. Two mystic sacred advisors. And they're here. They're They're feeding me thoughts and questions as I put on a show today and it's been a beautiful thing and like I said I'm coming at you live from the park and people have been watching me just 
go berserk in this parking spot and I have no tint on these windows, literally no tint. They're clear as fuck. So I'm probably sure it's been a fun show for now. Like I'm sitting here just having this conversation and just I'm like moving around and my like flipping my legs over and I playing with my hair and talking and screaming and put like holding the wheel and like pretend like I'm a race car driver as I'm talking. Ah through all these intense situations it's pretty awesome. But and the windows are all cracked just a bit so they could hear some bit of the conversation without the windows being all the way down. They just are each four of them just cracked a bit so they know like I'm talking. And he's definitely talking to somebody. It's pretty lit, so I'm glad you got that out the way, folks, because now it's documented because this is a shift in my story. And the thing is, sometimes about being a podcaster is you have to, the being consistent is really good because then people could follow a timeline. But let's say you get all sad or you get all crazy or you get overwhelmed or something and you don't, you just don't figure out how to be that consistent. Like you just, okay, I take a month off here, a month off there. And then there's chops in the timelines and chops in the stories. And it's always smooth and you can get big events and big lessons down. But sometimes just the thought of, oh man, for me to get all that out. And then just next thing you know, the next thing's happening. But Thanks to my two fellers here. Another yet long-winded way of saying I really needed to get that out because, yes, now it's different. Because now I have so many more options, like I said. So many more options, like I said. So, folks, with that, I'm going to just play a song. And if you don't like it, just skip because then I'm going to get back to talking. But I just need, after an hour of talking, I need a fucking shot of liquor. And I'm parked at the fucking park. And literally... Being able to drive is point eight. So for the record, if anyone wants to be like, oh, he said he's parking. He's dead. I haven't had a drink yet today, bitch. I want one fucking drink today. Now after a fucking hour of yammering, okay? So thank you for listening. And I'm going to play one little song here. And I'll get it, my fucking stuff. Stand up and fix my legs for a second. Love you. Don't go nowhere. If you do. I'm going to fucking find you and I'm going to murder you and I'm going to fucking find your family and nuke the house. So don't push me. I'm a fucking crazy man. All right, folks. Rough crowd, tough crowd, folks. But it's okay. One second, folks. Just picking this on here and brought to you by Rico Rocks. Rico R-O-X-X. Once again, your main man. Love you. Never be anything without you. And so, yeah, so here we go. I'm just going to quickly take a quick drink, pause, and we'll get back to the episode 26 on Rico Rock Social Suicide Podcast. My life don't stop. Wait a second. Why all these thoughts? I've heard many stories along the journey. Motherfuckers try to hurt me. And also, they try to curse me. Motherfucker, I'm Rico Rock. I'm black, son. God, baby, made it back twice. Made it, made it. Back twice. Did that shit. I am supposed to be paying the fucking five right now. Bro, who cares? I'm a monster. Can you even send me a life float? No, you can't. You can't fucking save me, so save yourself. I'ma save one thing and I'ma save your chick on my shelf. I'ma grab her when I need her and I doubt I'll ever see her. But I'm Rico fucking rocks. I'm a sinner, not a keeper, reaper. I'm a fucking schemer, boy. I shout out that dreamer, Dang. boy. Shout out little peep without you. My day shit so deep. Yeah, God boy, click to my lunch class. God boy, click to my lunch class. You ain't gonna stop shit. How about that? You ain't gonna stop shit. How about that? Shit. Bad, 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 bad.
bat to your fucking mouth. I'm gonna this curse is so you out. American tans, American X, American Rest. See, you just detailing the car at the park and calling my hair. You know, Rico, baby, I'm a fucking float in the OO ocean. I don't know where I'm going. I just know I'm on my way there and I'm crazy. But I'm not looking dumb and I haven't lost my mind, son. I'm not weak. I'm not weak is what I meant to say. But I said I'm not weak because I have to be in a dream state to say these things I say. Like, yeah, Rico fucking rocks. Thank you fucking bitch. Now kick rocks, bitch. I know I'm so devilish, but I'm also an angel kid. Yeah, Rico rocks that god boy. Click to my lungs collapse. Alright, you guys. Right, man, that song goes nuts. So I should just let it play. But, uh, what's up, man? I'm just sitting here at the park. I'm going to take a quick shot of liqueur. Liqueur. Somebody take my keys from me. No, I'm just kidding, folks. You know, I'm just talking about dramatization. It's really just sparkling vodka. It's just all dramatization, folks. I, I allegedly took a shot in the car at the park today, right now. How about this? No, thank you guys for hanging out, man. I don't know. Because, see, to me, your guys' time is very important. Like, I, I think it's profound you guys hang out. And, like I said, it's, I don't need it, though. Like, I don't need it. I just need you guys in general to be okay and be healthy and stay positive. That, to me, is what I really need. But what I like is when you guys are around and shit, for sure. But... So I know I was, I'm a, it's like a broken record when I say that, but I just need to figure out a better way to say that. And I need it because you got to have variety, baby. I like to see one of the things I like to do. I'm just getting a random topic here is one of the Rico Rocks ways is learning how to say the same thing, but many different ways. Because then you have a variety of style. Like there, there, there. Now that's stylish. That you could say if you could say a word and just get so many different different spellings on it and different 
things, but it's just the sounds, the exact same. Like, imagine saying, hi, 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 hi. But it's like, I just said 10 different things, motherfucker, what? Or you'd be like, door, 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 door. I have different definitions for every one of those doors. And if they were all spelled a little different. Or so it's just on the those lines. And so, and it's also because, especially in a long-term relationship or listenership, it should get old. If I just say, oh, my God, I appreciate your time. You hear that every time. You're like, oh, my God, Rico, we get it. But I want to express my appreciation for Mr. Ashfro because I've never seen Ashfro like that in my fucking life. All right, kids. But yeah, so but yes, 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 yes. I still haven't take that, so I really do need to take another second just to play a fucking song because I want to start talking again, but I really do need to stop fucking just shut my mouth for five seconds here. So I'm fucking been up all night too. That's why I'm like a little manic, but I'm very happy, very positive. As you guys just listen, we say I have good news. I'm saying it's just live. Been it's been a long night thinking. Cause after I got the car, I went and cleaned it because. My father's like, clean it right away. Like, he's, just in case he came and just said something, wanted to cut back or something, I'd just be like, see, I at least did that. I want to just, because I didn't want to really. I wanted just to go instantly, just fuck off in it. But I was like, just in case, he, just for out of respect, someone just gives you a car, you can clean it if they ask you to first. Because they're like, oh, it's yours, basically. But it's like, so I don't, he wouldn't even know if I cleaned it or not. But just, I was like, some kind of little thing. I was like, all right, I'm going to take this fucking thing and clean it out. Just because it's going to, you know. Be nice and especially because if I'm gonna be using it for d- doing driving and drop out, picking up people and shit, you want to see. So I wanted to prove that I'm ready to go. Like I'm not. Oh, I oh if like lives like oh calls you up. Okay, you ready to go? And then I have to be like, oh, let me have to clean the car first. No, that shit's 100 percent. Like bam, who needs to get picked up? So that's what until so lift is until they're fucking all the little paper files through, which should not take. It could be at any moment, right? Or not right, but at any moment period the car needs to be detailed and that takes time as well so my it's not like i have the free time and so that's what i've been doing i've been kind of getting sand it's way better man i'm fucking just a guy on drugs, on drugs. so it's like i have just just detail fuck out of a car dog and with all that being said why did i mention that folks because oh yeah so i cleaned it and i so i take it to the car wash so the outdoor is clean it was cool but then i all marked on the inside detailing it little by little and that's Detailing an inside of a car is a, depending on who you are, it's a very OCD habit that of a detail. I, I'm like, it's right up my alley. I'm a, a, it's right up my level of compulsion. I like that shit. Like, I like taking something and restoring it. And, and especially if it's mine, I'd love doing it for someone else's, but especially if it's something I, like, it's like I really get to, to look at and then really get to admire that it, it's so pristine because so yeah, yeah. It's like people are like, "Dang, she's pristine." It's like I know. Something about it, and it makes it that like all that hours of detailing, it makes it that much more worth it. And so yeah, with all that being said, folks, I'm just cleaning the car, out, and that's why it's like it's just good times. But so I did that. Well, I think I was talking about something I did yesterday. I'm trying to think. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Cause so I got the car. I wanted you guys just to follow the timeline. So I slept. I was slept all night. Last not last night, but the night before. Woke up after a good ten hours of sleep. Went met my dad. But since then I've been up since yesterday. So I, but I don't haven't been up that long. 
So basically, I've been up for 24 hours only. But I've been up for 24 hours, and it's been a whirlwind of a 24 hours in the thought process. So that's why I'm like, ooh, right now, because my mind is 24 hours. So many different... The word I'm looking for is so many... Oh, my goodness. I, I, and even the hesitation it sounds so new, but... I just being prideful right now, and I want to use the uh, synapses. So many synapses fired. Now talking, I usually have a lot of synapses. Tenfold yesterday, synapse to the perception <laughs> within 24 hours, which was nice. So, but then, so yeah, I just had a lot of just quiet tinkering think time, and then for the this morning, like at night, I parked the car up last night, and I went to my little railroad house shelter. And there I just was doing stuff, just thinking and doing all kinds of, but still good, productive shit there. And then, boom, now that the day came, then now, boom, I just came here. So so you guys just follow the timeline, and my mind has been all over the place. So that's why you guys could excuse, justify my need of a break, or my need of your love. My need of your love. My need of Mr. A's love. Mr. Cochrane's love. Mr. Cochrane's love. Mr. A, he left. So it's all Cochrane. Yeah, no, but it was on. Mr. A held it down for the longest time. I like how he said that's true earlier when I was said, like, I just described our initial situation because we never spoke about it, but I knew what the fuck was up. He hated me at first. He's like, fuck Rico. Because I used to go and I would, anytime I see Mr. A, I'd be like, Mr. B. Mr. C. And I would just go, and sometimes I'd go up, make it all the way, like, Mr. K. He's one letter at a time, and he'd just be like, this guy's fucking retarded. Because he thought I was just making fun of him. But I was actually just fucking having fun. And then, uh, obviously, now he's a pal. But it's just funny, because I was like, it's funny how some people fucking think you're just a troll at first, but everyone knows Rick Rock's a troll. Nothing of the sort. I just, people, the, tr- the lame brain people attempt to dismiss me with claims of troll, just grossly claim troll for their own sanity, but then no matter, it's obvious I'm not, I'm a goblin, baby. Like Coltrane, we ain't no goons, we some goblins. And it scares fucking cheap people, it scares me. Is that why the cop, I didn't even think he told us why the cop pulled a gun out on him. Why did the cop pull a gun on you if you don't want to mind sharing the pie being Rico Rock's social suicide episode 26 fandom here? Oh, Coltrane enters. The next person we have on is a many things, folks. He is a he's a father, a loving father. He is a man who is very wise, very wise in the sense of the word wisdom. A man who loves, well, he's just wise, okay. And not only that, but this next man. He fucking is one of, he blows me away over and over and over. And I'm a fucking very high thinker and very Rico Roxy. And I'm not trying to say whatever, but my taste is pretty refined. And this motherfucker blows me out the water like a nuke, which it's not that hard to do, but it's not that easy. And he just, it does, he has no, he doesn't even seem fatigued. Like, so I know he's war ready. So let's, without welcome, let, what well, you guys could also get fucked up by my main man, Coltrane. Welcome, Coltrane. Hey, how are you doing, man? I am um, good. So the cop, uh, like, he 
Rastay is about a mile away from where I stay, so I guess you'd say he's like mm-hmm. a neighbor, but I don't know him. I've never met the guy before. And uh, anyways, he was off duty, but he still had all his shit on. You know what I mean? Still had all his shit on. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's like at his house. Uh-oh. Like I was going down the road, not even fast. I was going like 45. Feel me? And uh, he went to check his mail. And like he stepped out in front of my truck. Yeah, he stepped out in front of the truck and then jumped out of the way and straight went for his gun and pulled this shit out. Damn. Did you guys talk? Yeah, like, no, no. I stopped, I stopped the truck and started yelling and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, That's a crazy situation, bro. Pull that motherfucking gun on me. Like, who the fuck is like that, that, that's cause, that, like, that's not even self-defense, if you think about it. Cause that, at that point, that's just retaliation and aggression. Because he's unhappy with that you, even if you did put him in danger, that's not self-defense because self-defense, there's nothing that, that shooting you would stop, like, that's a separate situation. Like, self-defense would be, oh, this gun could maybe stop anything from happening. He's mad at something that already happened, and now he does that as a, Angry response. That's fucked up, man. That's a that's like a man threatening your life. Exactly. Because he could have just started unloading. You didn't know that. Yeah. So how how'd you feel about it? Like what was going through your mind? Oh, uh, dude, I was pissed. It just pissed me off. Like uh, it was instant piss. Like you matched his piss. You were like he was pissed. You were pissed. Everybody pissed. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't match his fist because I didn't have a gun in my hand. That would have been a good time there. Um, yeah, that, but I was pissed off, you know, and then, like, I thought about it, though. What, what did you come up with? You know, I mean. Fuck that guy or what? Um, yeah, I was just like, fuck that guy. That was pretty much it. Like, are you, do you think he's, at, like, did you know that you were living by somebody that looks capable of such heinous aggression? Or did you like? Did you ever suspect that? Like, did you, 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 like, what did you like? How did that change your perspective of him? If it even even if it did at all, if at all. I don't. Um, I think that I think a lot of those guys are capable of that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, they end up developing some kind of personality disorder or something like that. You feel like that it, you could just let it go, and you think that you you all can just move on past, and things will just go back to normal. Um, I could, I could let it go. You know what I'm saying? If it's something happens again, I don't know. Well, uh, keep, keep me in touch how that goes, man. I'll, I'll check up on you on that one, man. That's an interesting situation. Yeah, because see, uh, I, I mean, I went off the road, nothing like that. Yeah, everything was straight, bro. But it was like, just because he wants to step out in front of the truck, you know what I mean, like. And then what gets me is everything going on nowadays, and his automatic reaction was to go for his guy. Damn, son. Man, man fuck, fuck, dude. There's something on my mind there, man. Fucking. Sometimes life is like that. Sometimes it's just you bump into shitty people, and then it's like, I oh, just try to end. It's like, because it's not like you can't go up your street, so it's not like he's threatening you. As long as just hopefully he stays away from you and just lets you, like, understand that you're just minding your own business driving, didn't even think that he was going to be there and, like, has nothing to do with him. 
as long as it stays that way, you know. Yeah, so keep me updated, man. And, uh, I'm glad nothing happened and all that crazy shit. Well, thank you for sharing, by the way. Thank you for sharing, man. I was, I thought it was on duty cop. I thought you had like a situation where you got pulled over and then they they were just being like too pussy. Cause you know how like cops that are afraid and they just instantly reach for the gun. I didn't know. Like I was surprised by the fact it wasn't just this quick. It was it wasn't even a police event. It was really more just uh what they call some blank word I can't think of and or I I actually it's slipping me at the moment rather and aggression. When someone gets overpowered, they get their, yeah. their, their power. Their they put they put themselves over other people, and then that makes with aggression. That's what that seems like. Now that with cop, it's those factors do exist, but then you add the because I said so factor. So it's just one factor less. If it was in uniform, you get one more factor in a separate in a different way. But still, yeah, that man. Yeah, shows so a lot see, of, like him being in uniform. Yeah, and, yeah, like him being in uniform. They told me a lot. You know, like, these guys just walk around like that. You know, like, everything going on nowadays, and it's like, there are people mm-hmm. over here. It's like, you're just, just chopping that city, city but just for somebody. anyone listening to the episode, whereabouts, you live in the south, north? Like, where, the, what, what, where, but can you give us some kind of indication of where this kind of... Alabama. Okay, so you're Alabama cops, man. They out there, because I understand, I lived in Louisiana and Texas. And I've shot an M1 Grand, and I've shot multiple guns. I've shot 9mm 45 M1 Grand, old World War II rifle. I've shot guns. I love guns. I, I stand by the Second Amendment. I stand with, I'm a patriot. Let me tell you, I, like, I believe in freedom. And so, so I understand, like, okay, holster a gun. I love guns. I'm not saying don't have guns, and I'm not saying don't have cops in this, or peacekeepers. But what I'm saying is every single individual might have to be accountable for it. And it makes sense if they would almost expect to be expected to be rather held liable for their individual actions. I think there's very few exceptions for that, and but there is a very few where okay, they might have to be at the right a license to kill. I think a few, but the, the definitely that situation, that guy does not have that right to kill. Right to kill. He does not have a license. And, so with that being said, fucking that guy. Dude, that's what I was saying with the Alabama thing, though. I respect the guns, but there's you have to realize when somebody should put the gun down, or maybe somebody should take a timeout if they're not using the guns right. But not to say that the guns are in trouble. I should say that he should take a look at himself. Oh, you're getting muffled. You're getting muffled. Yeah, I can't hear you. Oh, what about now? Yeah, perfect. Uh, but yeah, like, that dude, he could have just said something. We could just throw some hands or some shit like that. You know what I mean? But, like. Yeah, even then, that, yeah, even then, that is correct. more manly. Like, hey, man, don't be coming down my street this way. And okay, what are you gonna do? Fuck it. And then you guys get over it. Like, okay, you got mad. I got mad. And then you defended yourself. And then, bam. But that, that is, he, it, like, it was definitely a pussy ass. But that kind of psychotic thing he did. I agree. No. I I wouldn't like I I would hate for anybody to get hurt in a fist fight, so I'm not trying to advocate useless violence. But no, if two dudes, I'd rather two dudes fucking throw blows than a man get shot for speeding. Yeah. And nobody getting hurt. And what's crazy? What's crazy? You know, I was telling crazy this is there's a you know there's people down here. Mm-hmm. 
that say if say if something would have happened and somebody got shot, right? There's literally people down here that would be like, "Well, he shouldn't have been speeding." Right, right. And oh, it's like that is country. concern. That, yeah, like that is concerning that there's people down here that give that little regard for human life. You know what I'm saying? I think that, that I they're think okay. Being, with I think you're being shot. a little. I think your your emotions are getting the best of you when you say that because you don't know that. You for all you fucking know they burn down the fucking fire department if they did. I mean they burn down them. You don't know that that's speculation. I get what you're saying. It seems that way, but Coach Ryan, at the end of the day, that is really it's hard to say there because even if it seems like it's hard to, if they kill the Coach Ryan, I bet you so. they fucking like, people going to throw lynches at him. I'll tell you this. I can't say what would have happened if that happened. You feel that way for real? You genuinely feel that they would just give the cop a pat on the back for shooting you? Well, I've heard other people say shit like that. You know, when you see the shit happen. Do they do say Has there been some incidences in your area? Yeah, there's – yeah. No, not – well, here and there. That's what I'm saying. Like, it sounds crazy. Where are the examples? Like, exactly. Because I feel like I was thinking the same way with – I think – I think – in all kinds of ways and I catch myself in like false thoughts a lot and that's why it's like sometimes those are right there sounding kind of like something where it's like we, that because that, that's what we tell ourselves that's our uh, inner talk for example when all this uh, when all the protest was going on like there was protests and it happened down mm-hmm. here as well and um, you had it within a curfew right you had it until 8 o'clock right or whatever and then you had to leave the park mm-hmm. well like they wouldn't happen at the park but it was like right adjacent to it mm-hmm. but you had families and people that were there at the Right. Well, come on upon the curfew time. Um, they actually blocked off all the exits. Mm-hmm. So you only had one exit for everybody to leave through, and it was through the park. Right. Well, it was like 745. They opened fire on the crowd with, like, rubber bullets and stuff. So you're trying to say and, they're just um, – A bunch of kids. Yeah, What can they do? That's pretty crazy. Yeah, a bunch of kids and shit like that got shot Was up it the local police? Like that with this rubber. Yeah, Are you sure it was that, that like it was the like local that. police, like the same guys? Yeah, Huntsville Police Department. Wow, they didn't have outside like consultative forces or nothing. It was just that because that, that that's uh-uh. fucking stupid for them to do that to their local population. If you think about it, Cause, like we'll get yeah, back yeah, to that one. Fire about a that, bunch of... I lived in Sacramento. Yeah, kids get shot up and shit like that, bro. Yeah. Like crazy, and then you legitimately had people say like they shouldn't have been around that shit. Who said that? It's like, what? Like, just the word around town? It's just like you would... No, like, you just hear dumb, little dumbasses like, say that, just if you, you know what I'm saying, just in your right. No, but, like, it would have like, been... Like, I don't know who they the were Like, what did the media say about that, like, the local media? How were they portraying it? It didn't get a lot of coverage. It didn't get a lot of coverage. It did not? Or they pretty much just tried to let it slip under the rug? Did they get any coverage? Yeah, it, the coverage it got was just saying that um, they were just painting the protesters out to be violent people. Damn, son. Alabama. So, see, this is where it gets kind of fucked up when you stick. See, that's why politicians, it's not all politics. It is, but it's so it's all intertwined. Society is very multifaceted because you think, okay, it's red versus blue or south versus Yankee or white versus black. People think it's that, but not only that, but then you get different branches in that because now you got – Y'all fight each other. Like in theory, anybody in Alabama should be like on the same page and be like anybody who's like you would think. I think that's the thing that it's like so fuck confusing people nowadays. You would think it'd be like, oh no, they're from Alabama. 
fuck anybody who's not like even it would make more sense if it's like fuck anybody but like to hurt your own people like like you said shooting rubber bullets at the kids and then they blame the kids like you gotta think of the mindset of that society like okay are low are the people like you know that person you just shot with a rubber bullet you're walking past their fucking kin in the store all the time you are standing in line with them you are at the lights with them you are at the gas pumps with them you are at the fucking churches with them and you, you could fucking just treat them worse than the fucking Taliban. You could treat them like fucking Satan. And then still have the nerve to walk in the store with them and act like it's their fault. People are sick, bro. I'm not saying it's bothering me none, but I'm just saying from a healthy society, in my opinion, standpoint, I, I think it's, I don't want to say useless violence is crazy, but let's say violence is a thing that has to happen and is part of human experience. Fuck the other side, homie. Why are you going to say fuck your own side? See, that doesn't even help the Alabama side. That just makes y'all look dumb. That just makes the whole Alabama fucking stereotype even real. I bet you the cops are inbred. Coltrane, please tell me that you haven't fucked your sister. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because it is Alabama joke. But nah, it's kind of culture. The world got me thinking like that. You're acting like some big cops, brother. This is crazy, culture. Thank you for sharing, brother. He's heavy, man. What do you think? Like, do you think, like, what do you feel about that? You Do you feel like you don't love your area? Do you feel like you don't, like, the times, it's not what you thought it was? Oh. No, like, you know, like I sort of, um, you, I think shitty people are just going to be shitty. And those shitty people would have been shitty people no matter where they're at. Do you want to be shitty sometimes? Does it ever make you want to be shitty to them or be shittier than them or be shitty to people that they know? Just curious. I'm just curious as a man to man. Oh, I mean, I think the thought passes through your head, you know. How bad did the thoughts get? Not trying to want descriptions, but I mean, do you ever, like, think... Oh, it'd be fucking funny right now. Like some kind of joyous thought of pain, like almost fatally, very extreme pain to to one of them or their loved ones. Just kidding. I mean, I I got issues. I mean, I thought about that shit quite a bit. No, no, and and, there's no judgment. I just wonder because I I just, man, we're just talking. Like, these are just because. I share my thoughts whenever someone gives me opportunity to. And it's like not all the time, but sometimes. And I do, man. I fucking, I suck it back in them. But when someone does me wrong, I, I go through a quick little, I think of some crazy shit, Coach Ray. And it's, it's, I was just wondering, because like, cause I understand all of you are probably like, oh, dang them, I, I, I hope they feel bad for a day. Or, oh, dang, I wish they were dead. That's two different things. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought like, shit. Next time he does some shit, like I'll run that motherfucker over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I get all those I thoughts, bro. I think about blow, killing them and all their family and everything for a quick second. It's just flash, and I'm like, Rico. Yeah. But then what yeah. I think next, what else I think right after that is, what's my role in it? Am I gonna do that? Am I gonna feed it? Or, and and sure, it, I might, I might. God damn it. Or, both are on the table. Or. Am I going to be a strong, am I going to learn how, am I going to take that role of an intelligent man who could not only 
stay above it, but then bring the community above it with me and get a better community and and not only not let not retaliate, but somehow mend or mend somewhere shit like that in your community. Like be like, oh, because I seen that, it's I'm gonna go preach. Like you need to be more mature in that. Like be a leader because that's the thing. I'm just speaking personally here. When someone, when I'm pissed, and I also I have a really violent thought, like I'm gonna fucking kill these motherfuckers. And also I have a thought, like I'm just gonna ignore them. And then I have a thought, well then why, why ignore them instead of why not have better people around? Because in theory, domino effect, and, and then like there's less of this bullshit happening. Like you want to kill them, and then it's like, well shit, that's a you have to man up to do that because that's effort and it takes intelligence to learn how to communicate and express shit. And so have you thought of? Uh, Mute you real quick because you're rumbling again here for this night. Have you ever considered coaching and just whenever you're stop mumbling or crumbling, maybe if you would be willing to answer, do you ever consider just the thought of what it would take even to somehow take the community from a community who's shooting its own citizens with rubber bullets to a community that's empowering each other? Like, or is it like, ah, not my problem? Because that's fine. Like, that's where most people land. Like, fuck that guy, but I'm not gonna fuss. But, like, man, sometimes I get hit with that. Like, man, you should, like, I want, like, man, it'd be so nice to just be the guy who could fucking he- just heal this society somehow. And I'm a bad motherfucker. Heal society does not mean I'm not going to still fuck 18-year-old white girls and fucking kill motherfuckers. But it means the overall vibe of the world. Like, you know, I, I like being fucked up. I like being crazy. But I don't like the vibe being fucked up and just lame. I like the world being pure and then my me being weird in it. But then the world is unpure right now. The world is unclean. And I think it's it's a fun idea to think that be the man who can outsmart the fucking corrupt societal mind fuck that they got going on. And not only do I not become mind fucked in their mind fuck, but then I unfuck other minds. That is the man. Uh, I, the drugs and alcohol, though, keep me from really making too much progress there, but I, I, my imagination is primed, so I, th- I just picture scenarios of what it would take to be that man, and I know maybe not being so sedated would be one of the things. But I just wonder if you had those kind of thoughts too, like you want a, a small desire to problem solve the, like, how can I turn that fucking, these psychotic folks to, not, to like, super magical folks that are crazy versus psychotic folks? Something I think about, I wonder, because it's one thing to just ignore something or, like, to be able to give somebody the tools or to be the man who could stand in face of and because other people are watching us, man. That's why I'm so fucking, it's fucked up. You know, I choose not to have a fucking female. I choose not to live near family. I choose not to have kids. Families watch me. Females watch me every day. Kids look at me every day. Even though I don't want to have any responsibilities. I have all the responsibility in the world still. It's kind of fucked up. That's what I realized. Even though they're in culture, and I hope you're not trying to talk, you're muted. You have to mute yourself. But it's kind of, I kind of coming into this really deep subject, so it's kind of nice. Man, I don't know if anyone saw that, but yeah, even if you think, and I'm not saying it's responsibility. It's not. So I don't have to do shit for nobody. But man, you are being watched. Every one of us is being so fucking watched. By not only cameras, not only by satellites, not only by our phones, but even more so by eyeballs. Eyeballs.
eyeballs. They look at everything. People, I don't count people out. I know people are fucking retarded, but I know people, the human body is a miraculous machine. And I have one, so I know what it does. Even though my thoughts are different, my body is still just a body. And what it does is it sees everything. So I know everybody sees everything. They just don't know what to do with it. But they look at everything. We know how to micro analyze to a zillionth in a fraction of a zillionth of a second, I believe. My All these little factors that we're combing through as we look at someone walk by, we're watching so many details. Tell us, we're just, oh, look at that guy. But really, we're watching so much shit. And I know that every time, every kid is watching my movement. Every female, every man, every woman, every grandmother. And if you could be the man who show them that there's, you can be free. You can be, not just, you can't just be powerful. Powerful is not the good word there. But you could be, you could be strong and brave in a world so mad. Most people don't even know it exists because they haven't seen it in so long. Because most people forgot that exists and not what it looks like. So if you're blessed enough to, like, to me, it's oh, it'll be a tight thing to to still maintain that in today's day and age, and then show people that it still exists. Because I see the eyes, and I feel them on my skin, and I have I'm a very interesting looking guy. If anyone doesn't know, you can check out my Instagram, Hyper Theorist. I'm starting to get fucking little one of my nozzles. Hyper, <clears throat> hyper theorist, hyper, and then T H E O R I S T, hyper theorist methodologies at I G G I E S, hyper theorist methodologies, all one word, in Instagram, then you can see how sexy I am. But I look very magical and people stare at me. Like, I'm overly washed. So if you think, oh, I'm flying, like, man, people, and I wear two different shoes every day, I never wear two pairs of shoes that match really. I just am very eccentric and I skateboard and I'm flung, flown hair and fucking cool looking and i my voice is so smooth and i i fucking i there's so many factors in which people really do fucking watch me a lot like i watch people but man motherfuckers will stop and drive by me real slow people that just it's like oh my fucking god just move on with your life like you have to sit there and just creep past me it's like constantly it's happening people just want to see what the fuck i'm doing they're like what's up with this dude and sometimes I set really bad examples and I show, and, and I show them that I am just a fucking virus on earth. And sometimes I show them that they're not slaves and I'm a fucking mystic. So, but I have yet, but when you run into a situation like Coltrane, I'm not that, that level where I can make a man like that pull out a gun on his neighbor. I don't know how to, what I would do. I haven't figured out the equation yet of how to un, undo that that psychopath. I'm not saying I'm not, I couldn't do it, but I'm saying I, th- there has not been a clear equation because I could set a really good example for that man and I could preach to him and I but it's not it's not enough. People are losing their damn mind. But you could affect the kids and women and the people who can still be saved. And that's almost like the Matrix. I love the movie The Matrix. The metaphors are so real. They they didn't like the And if people don't know, they pulled people out of the Matrix, the fake world. They wouldn't pull them out. They would only usually go for kids because after people in the Matrix so long, they would hate. They would reject the reality. They would actually fight to protect 
the fact that they were s- slaves in this matrix because they were like, how dare you fuck my head up and tell me this is all been like, it's like they're, they're not right, good to be pulled out of their psycho psychopathy. And if that's the case, folks, you be Neo. I'm Neo, baby. Coltrane's Neo. RicoRocks.com. I'm going to get out of here, folks. We're going to wrap this up. And so free your mind. This is Rico Rocks. It's Morpheus. Chris, I'm about to start another music show, but I'm going to wrap this one up because I'm running out of dialogue here, and it's been such a good episode. Coltrane, I love you, brother. God damn it, Rico Rocks. I'm about to restart one, Chris. Come right back. Rico Rocks. Chris, I love you. Chris, Chris, Chris. Cross, cross, cross. Rico Rich. Rico Rocks. Free your mind, free your mind, free your mind.